In this bonus bit of Beyond the Crown, we catch up with the 2022 Young Ambassadors. Unfortunately, Kelsey has had to pull out, leaving now eight Young Ambassadors who've been fundraising, promoting and learning a lot about themselves. I found myself at the International Club with Morella, Samantha Watling and the Young Ambassadors to see what they've been up to but also what they've been learning about themselves as young leaders in the community. I also learned a thing or two about just how much deportment has changed over the decades. I'm here at the International Club of Stanthorpe, where the Young Ambassadors have gathered with Morella. Morella, tell us what they're doing with you today here at the club. So today we're spending a little bit of time talking about the whole judging process because many of them didn't know what the process was from the beginning to the end. And so today we're taking them through the questions they're going to be asked, the arrangements for the day. It's really logistical and organising. And then I'm getting them to write an acceptance speech because two of them will need an acceptance speech today. And everyone needs to have one because you just don't know until the day, do you? That's exactly right. We, we want everybody to have a speech ready or at least, you know, dot points for the speech. Yeah. Now, I had a fascinating chat with you prior to my arrival here. It's deportment, but it's also not deportment was our fundamental chat. I just want to throw the mic open to you about, you know, tell us about how what you've been doing for the festival with either Queens or Young Ambassadors has changed over the years around that word deportment. So, yeah, the very, very first time that I did this, uh, there was a lot of um, makeup and walking and all of that sort of thing. But it's not necessary nowadays. Really, um, what we need to do is we need people to be able to stand up and speak in public, not trip over the microphone cord when they're walking, you know, across the stage, be able to present themselves in a social situation and have a conversation. They need to be confident individuals. They also need to be able to know how to use a knife and fork without, you know, and the right knife and fork to use when they're having lunch with the judges. So my sessions are preparing them for the judging, but it's also stuff that they can use once they've finished the festival. It's it's kind of like me giving back to them. Now, that's actually a theme that's come up. So I've talked to Serena and I believe um, Serena Ricker at the time, So in 1994, I think that was the first time that you ran your classes. Yes. She mentioned that very thing of, I continue to use what I learnt as being an entrant in my day-to-day work now. So what sort of skills are the young ambassadors learning through the different training sessions that you've run with them? So it's about um, life skills, really. It's um, how you view the world, Um, taking a different perspective on what it is that could happen or might happen or how you see the world. So allowing them to find different ways to approach things. There's a a couple of um, really great quotes and life skills books and self-help books that, you know, I use in my work that just getting them to understand that there is more to life than the way that they see it understand that there's a lot more that could happen and opening them up to 
the way that other people think, and actually the group that we have this time round, there are some very diverse thinkers in that group and it's wonderful to see them learning from each other. So the sessions that I do, you know, really goal setting and um, speech making and then just thinking about how you behave and how you can modify the way that you behave in different social situations so that you get on with people because that's the purpose of a social situation. It's those sorts of skills that I teach and then they learn from each other when they're in those situations. And when you say goal setting, is that career related or... What does that mean when we're in a workshop with yourself? It, it's actually any goals at all. It, it could be um, the amount of money they want to fundraise. Yep. It could be uh, they want to um, earn enough money to travel around the world. It, it doesn't matter what it is. I talk about the structure around goal setting. So, you know, the goal has to be measurable, it has to be achievable, it has to have a deadline, all of the things that businesses talk about when they talk about smart goals. And more than that, it's how do you get there? Because I can say I've got a goal, the how turns up later. So explaining that to them to be open to opportunities where they might actually achieve their goal through unexpected means. Look, this podcast is an example of exactly that. So yes, you're preaching my motto (laughs) right now. I'm wondering... If I ask you this, I bet someone comes to mind. Think of it, you know, since 1994, who have you seen um, who was a transformation where, you know, doing the workshops and they got that insight? Um, can you think of someone for whom this was made a big difference? And you don't even have to say them by name, but yet, is there someone you can talk about where you saw, wow, that person went through a great change? Almost every festival. Oh, you're getting emotional, Marella. <laughs> I didn't expect this. I'm so sorry. And and yet I'm dying now to know what the answer is. So Almost every festival, someone grows exponentially. It's a truly, truly wonderful journey to watch. Oh, now I'm getting emotional too. And how does that look? Does Is it... I don't even want to put the words, how does that look? It it, it depends on the person. So for some people, it's about confidence. So we've had a few young ambassadors who, they walk in and they barely say boo to anyone. And by the end of the festival, they're the first one in the room. And because they understand that all they have to do is be and other people will come. For some of them, it's, it's not you know, they're good at public speaking, but what it is is how they present themselves. Sometimes, you know, they just need a little bit of help. They need someone who's fairly blunt, and I can be, just to say, hey, why don't we try something new? It's different for every single... And for every festival, at least one girl or one entrant has just grown. I, I do remember one, the very first male entrant that we had, I didn't have to worry about that particular candidate at all. He had confidence to burn and um, he came to the sessions and he said he learned a lot, but I'm just not sure confidence was one of the things he learned. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to talking to Ross. He was a hoot <laughs> over the phone. We've got to set up an interview. Um, I do think it's um, being an entrant is about growth. 
that the people who were announced and you set up your Facebook page, that kind of thing, are different people today and will be even more different um, in a good way, of course, um, in, oh, we've got about six weeks to go to the gala ball. So when we're strutting across that stage and not tripping over microphone cords, thank you very much. What some of the things do you think that you're going to see of those changes between today's interview and the 5th of March at the Gala Ball? Um, I think it will be public speaking. They're, they're very nervous about getting up and speaking to, I think um, the ball's about 600 people, I think. Very nervous about getting and speaking in front of 600 people and every, every one of them will be asked a question on stage. So when they go up there, we have to practice that. And, and that's, that's all it is, is preparation. Because if we prepare and we know what's going to happen and we know when we walk across the stage, these are the things that we're going to see and that we know the question that's going to come and we know the answer we've got, it's not going to be rote for all of them. Some of them do write it down slavishly. Others write dot points. It doesn't matter. But it will be that they're on stage and they're confidently standing there able to answer the question. And looking gorgeous because that's what we do as well. We spend a little bit of time before they get on stage making sure that they're perfect. And that's actually knowledge and skill to acquire. Like this is a formal occasion. It's a gala ball. It is not, well, like Sunday afternoon kicking about the International Club. So these are very important life skills to learn. You are speaking with so much pride. You teared up about how much you love this and how much you've gone through it. I'm actually hearing that from the Queens too that I've been interviewing. Even today, 1966, um, Queen uh, Jan Fryer spoke with so much pride about what she learnt going through as an entrant and how she used that and prepared her for life. Um, do you think that that's something that comes as part of being an entrant, that your pride grows? Possibly. I, I've never been an entrant, so... You've seen them um, oh. since 94. <laughs> what, have you, what have you observed? Because I'm, I'm actually picking up on your pride in them and I'm yes. thinking I see their pride. Oh, this is not in themselves. This is for Stanthorpe. This is for the Granite Belt and where they come from in this area. What, what have you seen in that regard? I think it's the change between where they were at the beginning and how they saw themselves and then at the end they have a completely different picture of themselves. So at the beginning I'm this person, I live in Stanthorpe and I do this job. At the end I've stood on stage and spoken to 600 people. I've got this. Yeah. That's what it is. I've spoken to the governor, 600 people. Yep. I glammed up for a ball. Yep. I've got this. Yeah. yeah. What sort of advice do you have for, I don't know, all of us who aren't entrants when it comes to things like um, traditional deportment and etiquette, but also those life skills um, that you're far more focused on, you know, in 2022? Feel the fear and do it anyway. Oh, you threw that down with, as a gauntlet and the challenge has been set. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What does that mean to look in terms of when you've thrown that out to these young ambassadors? How have they embraced that feeling the fear and doing it anyway? Well, it's fairly nerve-wracking getting up on stage in front of 600 people. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Let's make those butterflies fly in formation. It's the only thing we can do because we're required to be on stage. So you know you're going to be frightened. That's good. Let's change that feeling to excitement 
because your body doesn't know the difference. Let's change that feeling to excitement and let's get excited about being on stage. Ah, Marella, I'm excited. I've got nothing at all to do with gala balls or being an entrant. This has been fantastic. I really do feel, I said, the proverbial gauntlet has been thrown down. I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyway. So thank you so much for talking to Beyond the Crown. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Now, I'm here at the International Club. I've snagged three young ambassadors. I've got Jordan, I've got Ben and I've got Amy. Amy, I'm going to start with you first of all. What sort of stuff have you been doing with Morella today? Um, mainly learning about judging, what we're going to be doing on the day, what we need to know and what's happening on the gala ball. So how's the judging going to go down? Intense. <laughs> but any details around the intensity? Just questions like eating you have with a panel? the judges. Yeah. Yeah. We've got judges that we don't, we don't know who they are. They're coming from out of Stanthorpe. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, Ben, what sort of stuff have you been doing today? Uh, we have been learning about our judging day um, and, yeah, basically a rundown of the whole, the, of what we're going to be doing at the ball and all of that kind of thing. Now, Jordan, I've been hearing a lot about you guys all have to do an acceptance speech. In the event, it's one of you who has to get up and you've won a thing. How does that make you feel? How are you feeling about, you know, getting up on stage and talking to the ball? It's really nerve-wracking because on one end you want it to be you, but on the other end you don't care who it is because it's just been a great journey. So writing these acceptance speeches, you try and include all the young ambassadors and say thank you to all of them along with everyone that's helped you as well. So it's really, really, like Amy said, really intense. Now, I'm keen to hear from you all about something that you didn't expect to learn being an entrant. Like when you think about when you had to set up, you know, your Facebook page, your name got announced, all that sort of thing, to today, what's something that you guys have learned um, as a result of being in this process? That it's a competition. I didn't know it was a competition until I was in there and I was in deep and I found out. But I've learned that I can public speak and I can walk in heels. But, yeah, I've learned a lot about myself with it. Yeah, cool. That's good. Ben? I've learned that males can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and a lot of just public speaking and stuff like that. So getting out and talking to the public, yeah. Excellent. Jordan? I've learned we can push ourselves to the very limit And you just keep pushing and you just keep learning more and more about yourself and the community you're around. You guys have got six weeks to go from today to the gala ball, just to sort of bookend it. What sort of things have you got planned, you know, in the next coming weeks? Sausage sizzles, just stalls to keep bringing in money. What are some of the challenges, you know, having a pandemic at the time when you really want to fundraise for your festival? Just not knowing what's going to happen. You can organise it, you can go ahead with it, but you could lose money in the long run. So we got rid of it before we were going to lose money. And is that sort of a skill in itself, just learning how to just roll with it with these strange, ever-changing times? Definitely. Definitely need learning all the time. Look, guys, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in the Festival Times, the 5th of March my birthday gala ball. I will see you there glammed up. Hopefully I won't trip over. I haven't done any deportment classes. So see you there. Thank you.
Now I'm here with Samantha, you're the Vice President of the Apple and Grape Harvest Festival Committee. Yes. That is a big tongue twister. Now look, I've got a question I want to throw out to you. What sort of things have we been doing today with Morella? So today we have been learning to walk up and down steps, very important for the team. I have to keep saying team on the night. So we've been learning that. We've also been learning a little bit about development. So where we started with the girls, where they now are, because it's not just about fundraising and standing up on stage at the night. It's about where they started and what their their ambitions were. A lot of them wanted to learn to public speak better. Some of them wanted to learn how to interact with people. So it's been a real journey for all of them. So we've been talking about where they started and where they've become and, and if there's anything more we need to do to get to, to where they want to be. Now, you're in a fortunate position. You see those snapshots. Like, you saw who the young ambassadors were when they first, you know, signed up. Mm -hmm. And now we're six weeks out from the gala ball weekend, just to give it a bookend. Tell us just a little bit about some of the changes you've seen with this uh, lot of entrants. Every single one of them. I've seen a massive change. It hasn't even just been a little bit. Every single one who set a goal of public speaking, um, with the help of Toastmasters, Morella, myself and Casey, now can stand up in front of a crowd and it's not a problem to public speak. They're still nervous, of course, but that, that fear of standing up and, and speaking is just, it's gone. So that's been a big thing. And also what they've learned about their region, I've noticed when they started out it was... I don't know. When they started out, it was just, it's our festival and that's about as as deep as it got. Now they've got an understanding that it's so much bigger than the festival. It's about their community. They've also learned how supportive this community is and they've all started to get involved in other things, which I think is wonderful. A few of them stayed on in Toastmasters. Some of them have gone on to other things. So every single one of them's really gotten involved in the community and that's just commendable. And look... I just want to say as well, six weeks to go. Really looking forward to catching up again at the Gala Ball, my birthday, um, on the 5th of March. It's going to be a fantastic event and tickets are already um, selling. Do not delay. They will go like hotcakes and we are looking forward to an amazing night. Great guest speaker in Greg Ritchie, wonderful, not only an Australian sportsman, but an amazing speaker. We've got great people there all night, great food, great wine. Um, What is different this year? It'll be sit-down meal with great local produce. Why wouldn't you want to be there? So please jump on, jump onto appleandgrape.org and get your tickets. You will, I guarantee, a great night and a great weekend. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you. Now stay tuned for another bonus bit, When I Take the Mic and head to the gala ball on the 4th of March to find out who ultimately is our young ambassador for the 150th year of Stanthorpe. Beyond the Crown has been made possible by the Regional Arts Development Fund, RADF, and it is a partnership between the Queensland Government and the Southern Downs Regional Council to support local arts and culture in regional Queensland.